Sherman and Tingle in the morning. I had a real, real uh, serious moment at the Tingle household the other day. Let me paint the picture of what happened. So my daughter is home from college. She's a halfway through her junior year, and she's about to go back. And we're sitting on the bed, wife, me, her. We're just kind of all talking and stuff and talking about getting a plane ticket back when you got to go back to school and all that stuff. And I just kind of look at my wife, and I just thought about it. I said, hey, did we get a, a bill yet from Alabama to pay the next tuition? And she goes, you know what? Come to think about it, no. I'm like, well, how is Kayla allowed to go back to school? Like, how, we haven't paid the bill yet, you know? And then we look at her and we're like, did you, have you had any problems with classes? And she just panicked. Like her face, like you just saw this fear and anxiety in her. And it was a, it was a total breakdown. That's something that I'd never experienced before. Did she not register? She didn't register. But she did it on purpose. It's not because she forgot to. She did it on purpose because she's having she's been having so much anxiety, and she she didn't want to tell us out of fear of of upsetting us. But she chose a major. She's always her whole life wanted to be in education, be a teacher, and going through the courses and stuff, she has realized that this is not for her. That she's she it's not what she thought it was going to be. She thought she was going to have more fun. And like it, and there were some things that just not enjoyable, and she didn't want to be an education major anymore. Did she say what any of those things were, what she didn't like? It was just, there's a lot of things that she talked about that she, so let me put it this way. She, it was too, okay, so when she had to do a lot of the classes, they started getting into that whole, all right, just write papers on, if you have a kid who's a, a second grader and who identifies as this and is the gender thing, and, and it was all overwhelming. She said she didn't know how to re- respond to answers. She, she thought was, she was going to, you know, if she writes something wrong, she's going to get canceled or something like that. It was too... That she would be fired for Yeah, and she goes, I don't, she said, I don't know if I want to do a job like this where I, if I happen to do something wrong... I'm going to lose my career for it. I will say, that because we know some teachers. My mom was a teacher for 35 years. She's been retired now for like 20 years. So she she lived through some of that stuff, but nothing like today. And some of the teachers that, that, that we're friends with, there's so many landmines you have to watch out for. Yeah. Because it can be taken the wrong way, and, and it wasn't directed that way at all. And then before you know it, it's it's an inferno, and now you're on restrictive duty or or whatever. You're pulled yeah. off. You know, you're not there anymore. And that fear of not doing the right thing because of the way society is now, that's what she has to do in the, you know, in the classes. She has to do the papers and stuff like that. And she didn't have the guts. She's been holding it in forever. And she didn't have the guts to tell us that she wanted – that we, she thought we'd be disappointed that she was going to change majors. And so – you know, when she told us initially, like the gut instinct inside me was I was getting a little upset. I didn't show that, but inside. But then afterwards, I said, here's the priority. The priority is just I want her to be happy, you know. So we told her, we said, hey, listen, take the next semester off. I, I've never had that in part of my thought in college. And we just said, hey, listen, take the next semester off. You know, she's, you know, on – a year and a half away from graduating. She's a fear of changing majors and not finding out what she wants to do. She goes, now I don't know what I want to do. And there's this, this fear that kids have of not knowing what they want to do. And they get into this anxiety, this depression that really is detrimental to their health and well-being. And, you know, it can lead to some serious things. 
And we felt so bad that she took this long to come to us with that, you know? Well, I We're was, glad that she did, but... I, I was reading a story this morning, and it was, uh, it was about tradespeople. You know, if you're a, a, an electrician, a carpenter, a plumber, because the... The people going for those jobs, it's so low right now because these kids are, are doing other things. And, yeah. And it has this stigma of like, oh, you're not smart if you do that, which is completely false. But yeah, they make great money. Yeah, but it says in the story, it's funny that you were just talking about that. That's what I, what I wanted to bring up. It says the a lot of the reasons that younger people uh, don't don't uh, get into it is because they're taught like if they don't go to college, they won't be anything. It's this whole like, system. You have to go you know, to college. It's a, it's a system you have to go. And my personal opinion – just my personal opinion. I think college is an absolute uh, the biggest scam of all time. I think it's a big. I think it's a huge money making scam. Now listen, I still want her to go to get the paper because some jobs require the paper. Most if do, she wanted yeah. to do that, right? Well, I should say that I take that back. Cheese was talking about it. Mid, she, he was saying there's a lot of places that are pulling back from that where they don't need a, a bachelor's degree because of the workforce. Because there's so many people that I haven't gone back to work, and everybody needs all these jobs, and they're like, okay, well, we'll take some of that away. But again, you know, in doing that, that was all new territory for me when she was having such a hard time. You know, I, I don't want her to not like the college experience or or leave it because, it's you know, she's having fun. She's, you know, outside. She's having fun with her friends and stuff. So I, I told her and the wife and I, we just said, hey, listen, take this next semester off. Take a break. Figure out what you want to do. You know, talk to counselors at the school. See if there's a major out there. Just, you know, find some. You don't have to take. A lot of people have majors. And they have jobs that they didn't have the same major. That didn't lead them in the same way. You can do something. You can have, I have a friend of mine, brother-in-law, who is a parks and recs major at Arizona State. One of the most jokes of a, uh, a college degree, right? <laughs> he didn't have to do anything. It was nothing serious. Now he makes $750,000 a year. Does he really? Doing something totally different. What Just does he do now? He's in sales. Okay. He, he sells toilet paper. <laughs> And in, in all, in all the the stuff that your yeah. office uses. There's no law that you have to do what no. you majored in. No, and that's what we tried to tell him. We said, listen, we just want you to be happy. We want you to find something that makes you happy. And it's okay to take time off. I didn't realize that was, and I talked to girls here in the office. All of them took time off away from college because they weren't sure. And they all said it's the anxiety and the pressure of not knowing what they were going to do, what they, these, these kids grow up and they go, oh my God, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And that pressure is just the worst point in their life. Now you don't want to be too lax on it because they'll be living with you forever. You right. Don't, you don't want, you want to like, Hey, okay, you got to do something, but it's all right that you don't have so much pressure on you where you're going to think of something drastic. Exactly. So, you know, we, we, we found it very important. Just tell her, Hey, listen, take the semester off. Let's recoup, figure out what you're going to do. And see what happens. And I, and you know, uh, I, I guess that's why I was glad you brought out the phone number. Because if any parents have gone through that, this this is all new for me. You know, I've never had anything like this. Uh, I could have it with the second kid because she's going to Alabama too. Um, I, my life, I never had that. It was we, we we went to college. There was no break. You know, I just I never thought that was a part of taking a break. But there's it's so common. It is so common. I was doing so much reading. It is massively common where people take breaks. They go to junior college. They just might take a semester off because they're overwhelmed, and then they get back on track. Well, I guess we were fortunate, though, too. I mean, you went to college for communications, right? Is that what you went to college for? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then you got out of college and you started at a and radio station. That's like a station. joke degree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I went to, I went to Gateway. It was, it was a technical college that had a broadcasting degree. I, they don't even have it anymore because they're like, well, we don't need to do that anymore. But it was the same way. I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. And luckily, I was, I was you know, interned for a radio station and then just moved my way up. Does she want to be a plumber? I don't know. No? 
She was, you know, she was thinking about EMT. I, I said, listen, you figure it out. You'll figure it out down the road. It'll fall in your lap. Something will make you happy. I guarantee you. I had a garage door guy come fix our garage door, and I was talking with him, and he was, I think, maybe about 31. And I, we were just talking. We were just BSing, and uh, I said, well, you know, how's business? He goes, business is great. He's like, but we have nobody. There's no, he's like, it's me and another guy. He's like, four guys retired. There's been nobody to come in. He goes, we really? are just so slammed. And he goes, then it looks bad upon the company, like we're not making can't it out. Do jobs, yeah. yeah, because they don't have enough people. It's like we are always looking for people. Just any anybody that wants to work. That's the other thing too. A lot of people they'll go and they're like, wow. I know it's a garage door fixing place, but can I work from home three days a week? Like, no, you got to go out and fix the garage doors. You got to be willing to do that. So it's it's a really hard time right now. It was nuts. Just something to prepare for, Sherman, because I know you got young ones, but they get older. It was it was kind of tough to see your kid, you know. Yeah. Freak out in a way of not, you know, the future is uncertain and that, and that really worries them. Well, mine's 13 and 7, so uh, we're kicking them out next year, so it'll be good. I like that plan. It looks like there's a lot of people that want to talk to you about uh, the college stuff with your daughter because she was so wigged out, I guess, with everything because she's, she has this impression that she needs to be going to college, otherwise she's a failure. It's not necessarily college uh, in general. It was her major. She, ha- she always wanted to be an education major, and she was like a... Afraid to tell us that she didn't want to do that anymore. She thought we'd be disappointed, and she had a lot of stress and anxiety. And she wants to switch majors, you know, uh, so close to graduation. We're like, hey, listen, what I do, whatever you got to do to make yourself happy, we will support you. Hey, Michelle in Oakland, what's going on? Um, my cousin had the same experience. After two years at college, he discovered that what he thought he wanted to do was not enjoyable, and he dropped out of college. Went back home for a semester, went to junior college, took a whole bunch of random classes, discovered he really liked working in computers, and then went and got his degree in IT and now does, like, firewall security for the government in D.C. You know what that... Making six figures under 30. That is awesome, Michelle. We told her about that, and she actually brought that up. She goes, you know, I can take a, a junior college and take some other classes and see if I can figure out to like something. We're like, dude, do it. Yeah, do yeah. whatever you can and make yourself happy. Figure out what you like. We're here to support you. That's she, it. She hasn't been going to college that long. What is she, a sophomore? No, she's middle of her junior year. Middle of her junior year? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no law. Like I said, there's no law. Switch. You can't sw- yeah, you can switch anytime. Hey, Kathy, there's people... Yeah, you, 45 years old and just switch. It, it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Hey, hey, Kathy in Harvard, uh, what, what was your college story? I, I have six kids, and three of them did the same thing. One was the same as your daughter, got three and a half years through college and then found out that teaching was going to be a five-year degree because they didn't incorporate, I don't know, the student teaching and that kind of stuff. And okay. he was just like, do I love this? Went into another realm and he's a big music guy out in portland oregon now you know and loved it loved it so change is okay yeah and I, I and I feel for anybody that is a teacher too like i said my mom was a teacher for 35 years hopefully i'm getting that that timeline right otherwise i'll hear about it i'm sure i was not make me sound old uh, but I, you know, I would see the stuff that she would go through too, just with the parents, the parents, teacher, I said this off the air to tingle and I, I go, I don't want it to come off the wrong way. And I don't think it is when I say it this way, teachers, I give you the credit because it's like, you're the referees of the youth of America. You don't get any credit. You don't get any love. The only thing you hear about is when things go bad. Is the yelling parents in the crowd? Yeah. And you're paid horribly on top of it all. So the referee. That was a terrible call. 
At least the referee gets a uniform. Teachers don't even get a uniform. At least they got stripes, <laughs> you know, they get to wear to the game. You don't get anything. Hey, right, last call here. Hey, Bob. Bob and Laporte. Good morning. Good Talk morning, Bob. So, yeah, we have uh, six kids, and um, oh, everybody's uh, hooking up big time. <laughs> <laughs> we got six uh, be kids. Fruitful. <laughs> be fruitful and multiply. All right, what happened? So, we have uh, uh, two uh, of the older boys, uh, uh, son and daughter, um, decided uh, college wasn't for them, ended up in the Air Force, and uh, one, uh, the son is uh, civil engineering, went into civil engineering into the, uh, through the Air Force, and uh, the daughter is a uh, geospatial intelligence. Uh, my my, uh, my daughter is already a Green Beret, so, <laughs> you know, well, that, that's good. Maybe, uh, yeah, it should be like Maverick, you yeah. know, just join the Air Navy Force. SEAL and then went back to Alabama. Yeah. You know, so, well, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, though. I think this uh, this will make her feel better. So that's that's good. There's there's always you can always change. Hell, I was in the middle of my radio career and I became a garbage man for a year. For God's sake, you know, you can always change. And then I changed back. It all went, it all worked out the way things worked out. I I always said, listen, enjoy the ride, have fun, do what you got to do to make yourself happy. That's all. That's it. You got one life. Live it and have fun. The Sherman and Tingle Show weekday mornings on 97.1 FM. The Drive, Chicago's classic rock.